What's going on, geeks? You're listening to Geeks Under Grace Podcast. My name is Cody Armour, and I'm here with Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. Shelly Walter. Hello. And a special guest, Jason Duick. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't tell you about this <laughs> weird phrase. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how are you guys this week? I'm doing swell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, feeling pretty good. <laughs> awesome. All things so, considered, yeah. We're going to be asking Jason a few questions in just a little bit, but we always start the podcast with what we're geeking out about, so I think that we should do as we always do. Joe, what are you geeking out about this week? All right, so I'm still playing Pacross uh, 3D Part 2 on my 3DS. I play like, I'll work my way through a couple puzzles before bed every night. Um, I want to make sure I get the highest ranking on all those puzzles, and, and I'm not sure how many there are in the game, but I've probably played that thing for 15 hours, and I think I'm through like... 15% of the puzzles. It's okay. crazy. Um, so th- that's keeping me entertained. I got Destiny Rise of Iron, even though I told myself I wouldn't get back into Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> and I ha- I'm at 349 light, so I'm almost raid ready. No, that's not true. I'm still a long way away. But Are you enjoying it? I am. I think this is actually the best story content that they've done. Um, okay. As far as their campaign missions are concerned, Lord Saladin is pretty cool in the, the tale of the uh, Lords of Iron is is pretty engaging. I, I really do enjoy it. Uh, and then finally for the week, I'm pl- I, uh, I I did a quick scope of Aetherlight, a a game yeah. by Scarlet City Studios, and uh, it's an MMO. It's meant to be targeted toward children um, and to teach them the Bible using a steampunk storyline. So you can check that out on our on our YouTube page. Mm-hmm. Um, also going on this week, I, I ran a 5K on Saturday through work. Wow. Nerd. Yeah. So they didn't mark the trail very well. Oh, okay. And I didn't realize until I was about a half mile away from the trail that I was off the trail it was. Uh, I ended up running about a three quarters of a mile down an access road through a construction site. Oh no! To get back on course. <laughs> so it was like part cross country running. Getting there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching out for snakes and stuff. It was still oh, surprisingly really hot here in Arkansas uh, Saturday morning. In fact, when I crossed the finish line, they were loading another runner into the ambulance because they were suffering from oh. dehydration. Had oh, passed no. out like fifteen feet from the finish line. Sucks. So, wow. Sad. Um, but it's, all right. it's very comfortable now. We had a the, the cold through moved through mm-hmm. the cold front moved through last night. Uh, so it feels like fall weather is finally here. I'm enjoying a cup of coffee instead of my energy drink. So yeah, that's <laughs> I still that's got a Red Bull. <laughs> well, you're a Red Bull fiend though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have that's it ball. for me for the week though. Well, how about you, Shelly? Uh, well, since the last podcast, I finished uh, the Descent DLC for Dragon Age Inquisition, which was really interesting. I got a lot of... played Descent? Yeah. Isn't it hard moving around all that 3D world? You gotta make sure you're getting deeper and deeper mining, and you have right. no idea what I'm talking about, do you? I'm so confused. I mean... I know the word Descent you played Descent. You go down into the deep roads, so you are going to down into the earth, but, you know, okay. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm too young for that. Um, that was really <laughs> fun, I guess. Yeah, I got a lot of really crazy. There are so cool many items. listeners now. They're gonna be like, "I'm not listening to this anymore. It's a bunch of kids." <laughs> I am so sorry. Joseph knows what's going on. Um, but besides that, I moved back into college. I'm back at SPU, which is super cool. My roommate and I are both really big gamers. Um, so we have this huge setup. Got like a TV, Xbox 360. Got my Wii U. Got my GameCube, and we have all of our games over there. And just, like, you could walk in and just, like, ah, oh, it's so cool. I'm really happy about it. And a lot of people know that this is the room to come to if you want to, like, play Smash or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's awesome. And there's a lot of new freshmen and a lot of new people on the floor that I've been meeting. And a lot of them are geeks. And I'm really happy about right. it. There so you go. I've been super cool. and. That's right. I forgot you're a sophomore now. You're not a freshman. I anymore. know. I'm so old. Well, I, say that so old. I feel old around some of these people. So you'll have to tell yeah. them all about Geeks Under Grace, and uh, because he's here, Geekdom House. That's right. Yeah. Tell them all about yeah. us. Well, I, yeah, I have. I mentioned it. I mentioned it to my RA, and she's like, "That's so cool." So yeah. Like, what is it? She's like, "Dad, that's the coolest thing." So yeah, that's got. That's it. So, yeah. Nice. Cool. Uh, for me, I'll keep mine really short. Um, I got an Xbox 360 controller today from a pawn shop. Uh, so I'm going to finally play Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts for some reason. Uh. Uh, <laughs> I'm determined. Uh, I at least have to play like 10, 15 minutes of the game. Wait, did that come out? How... It's not new Is that out on PC? It might be. I've got How are you playing it? I'm going to play it on Xbox 360. Oh, you have a 360? Yeah. I did yeah, not I, know that. I, I think it was also a Games for Live thing. Yeah, okay. okay. I don't cool. think I've ever played my 360 since I've gotten it. Uh, my wife <laughs> plays. <laughs> That's a lot of love right there. <laughs> uh, so, and now I've got nuts and bolts for it, because why else have a Xbox 360 if you can't play the Wait, worst games on the console? Nuts and bolts came out, like... I got a free copy of that with ReCore, even though I already had a free copy of it with the Rare <laughs> Replay Collection. I got it for two fifty. They're trying to give this game away. Yeah. <laughs> you paid money for it. I could have given you a free code, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I I just saw it and was like, I want to pick this up. It was two bucks. I was like, more of that. So uh, that's probably what we're going to be doing after the podcast. Uh, okay. But also the, something geeking out about, I watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and... Oh my goodness, the Ghost Rider. Did it? Oh, that's right. They have Ghost Rider now in the show. Yeah, and he's, he's so good. I Is it look, Nicolas Cage? It's not Nicolas Cage. It's not even <laughs> Johnny wish. Blaze. It's a different different writer. He has, yeah. Instead of a motorcycle, he has a big old car, right? He's got a Charger, I think. Yeah. Real so, cool. Yeah, I'm super stoked about it. Um, I looked at the backstory for the, the Ghost Rider that he's supposed to be. Um, and that's weird because he's not possessed by, like, the vengeance demon thing that Ghost Rider usually is. Um, right. In the comics, this one is just possessed by a serial killer uncle who oh, died. that's all. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> just your oh, normal just... run-of-the-mill serial killer uncle, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I don't think that's where they're going to go with this because... Um, he he mentions vengeance, and apparently the uncle just like killing people, and uh, uh, Ghost Rider 
that we know has always been about the vengeance and like people, you know, any kind of like sinner deserves to die, which is interesting because I think that uh, it's definitely going to kind of dig deep into works instead of faith, which will be really annoying. Um, but I, I don't know. Cause they, just the way that he operates is like, you did a bad thing. You should die. And it seems then, like he and Punisher would get along pretty well. I, so, uh, we talked about Friday. I'll, I'll get into the new stuff. Um, there's, there's rumors of that maybe happening a little Ooh. bit. Uh, we'll talk about it later though. Jason, what have you been geeking out about this week? Uh, for me, um, actually it's funny cause you, you mentioned, uh, playing Dragon Age Inquisition DLC and I just finished replaying yeah. The main game for the first time since it came up. Yes, I'm so happy I can talk to someone <laughs> and, on the podcast about yeah. Dragon Age. And yes. I, I'm a huge like me and and our my, my co-hosts on on my podcast are huge uh, like Bioware like Mass Effect fans especially. And I've been replaying Mass through Effect. and been uh, re- replaying through the, the 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 Dragon Age series just to cause I, for something to do. And I for mm-hmm. I forgot how flipping good the writing so, is in Inquisition. I like it is it. it is there it is by far the best combination of all of their insane talent and mechanic it was so good so i, I that's not new but that was what's what i've been doing but um have you guys seen the they released gameplay footage from andromeda, andromeda. yeah yep. and have you guys oh, seen okay. the the contest that they put out the explorers wanted yes yeah so um uh, me and my and, and the folks here at at uh at geekdom house decided for uh, a few of us to record ourselves just you know the chances of us getting it are pretty low but uh w- so we we took an afternoon and we all recorded our, our ourselves doing the dialogue and uh i i have a bit of a of a of a penchant for voice actors like it's 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 one area of nerdiness that i'm really into is voice actors yeah. and and uh-huh. it would it would be an a, a kind of a, a dream of mine to be able to do that, uh, and so even just the very 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 small amount of like setting up our mics, you know, in a in a bit of a better position and and actually like trying to act out dialogue was really really fun and and mm. kind of some wish fulfillment for me as a as yeah, a nerd about it. So that that was really fun. Yeah. Can you give us a little piece of it, like a sentence? Oh boy, uh, if I re- yeah, it's um, hi, I'm Jordan Tate, freelance vidmaker. That was the character that I had to try and act out. The Jordan was, Tate, a the mercenary. Other one was like, yeah, some sort of mercenary, yeah. yeah. And and cool. this is a podcast, so you can't see me necessarily, but I don't have the mercenary body type, so I went with the. <laughs> okay I, but I do have a, but I do have a degree in journalism, so I figured, well, I can do I can do a vid maker. That's kind of like, like documentary filmmaking. I yeah, I can yeah. I I can do that character. So that that's yeah that's and also real real quick. Uh, they released uh, this this weekend. They had the new Luke Cage trailer, uh, and I'm a I'm a huge huge Marvel Marvel fan, and especially the Netflix universe. So I'm really excited for the next installment for Luke Cage. It looks great. Yeah, they they called it a hip hop western. So I'm yeah. immediately intrigued. I love Daredevil. I love the Punisher. I love Jessica Jones. So I'm really excited to see how how, the, how this one carries through. Yeah, I think it's gonna be really good. Awesome, cool. So, anything else you're geeking out about? That's 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 my week. All right. So, I probably should have started with this, but my question for you: We're all going to ask you questions. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, Jason Dubik is from Geek to House, as we've been saying. He right. is the host of the podcast Infinity Plus One, uh, which I think is housed on the Geek to House website. Correct. That's right. Yeah. But that's that's basically all the information I know, Jason. In your <laughs> words. Who are you? 
Oh boy, uh, <laughs> how much time? I, I I could talk about that question for the next two hours. So how much time? You no, I'm just kidding. Two um, <laughs> two minutes. No. Uh, so I mean, I first, like, I'm I'm Canadian, so that's okay. Where I'm from, that's not norm. That's not unnormal, but that's why he's uh, so I, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm. You know, it's it, it is that territory. territory? I've never You're saying asked. it's not unusual to be Canadian in Canada. Is that that is what I'm saying? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So there's that. I'm Canadian. Uh, I'm. I'm. I live now in a city called Winnipeg. I was born near it. Um, let's see about me. Uh, my main interests would be. Uh, I, I said before, I'm a big Marvel fanboy, especially the Marvel Cinematic Universe and associated content with that. Big into that. Big Star Wars guy. I'm a huge comedy fan. I've done a little bit of stand-up comedy and some writing and stuff, but uh, comedy is a, is a big part of... Uh, it influences a lot of what I do. And um, what else? Uh, I've been involved with Geekdom House now for... It would be two, two years this November, uh, which has been awesome. I started out as kind of a writer because we, we just need people to write content, and I've, I've transitioned a bit from that into... Uh, more on the production side of things, I said I, I do the podcast, I produce, record that all. All uh, that's you know that's my my responsibility, which I, I have a ton of fun doing. And uh, I've had some cool opportunities to do stuff. Uh, the comic con in our city, which is called C Four, uh, we've had some cool opportunities to. Like, I've I've got to host interviews. I got to interview uh, the woman who does the voice of Ash Ketchum from Pokemon last year, which was really oh, really cool. Oh nice. my gosh. And yeah. two and two of the original Power Rangers, which was really cool as well. So, which um, two? Uh, blue and black. So I I don't okay. remember their names unfortunately, but they were awesome. My goal, in a nutshell, I'm trying to be the Canadian version of Chris Hardwick. That's that's <laughs> okay. my that's my career goal. So hosting stuff is kind of what I want to do. Okay. Totally. Well, Chris Hardwick. That's the nerdist, right? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love Internet. I I used That's... to watch for The Walking Dead, the uh, the Talking Dead all the time. Oh yeah. Well, so and and as as a fan of stand up, I've I've listened to his comedy for a long time. I actually got to meet him. I was down visiting some friends in in Los Angeles a few years ago, and we got to go to one of his shows, and I, I got to just say meet him and say hi and get a picture, and he was super great and gracious and uh so yeah he's he, in, in terms of like career modeling and goals, that's that's the kind of career I would love to one day achieve. Awesome. For me, uh, I'm, I'm wondering, looking at Geekdom House, it looks very similar to how, how Geeks Under Grace operates. Um, how many writers do you have on staff, and, and what are your areas of focus? I know you said you do some production stuff, but you said you write. Which which sections of the site do you write for? Right. How big is Geekdom House? How many writers do you all have? What is Geekdom House? Uh, start with you. Okay, yeah, that's a, good, that's a very good question. So yeah. Geekdom House, uh, the, the, the kind of elevator pitch that I've, I've developed for it is that it, it exists to love and serve the nerd and geek community. So uh, our founder and, and, our, and my co-host and friend Kyle Rudge uh, is the one who started it. And basically, he, he, he talked about this idea. Uh, he felt when he was going to church, he had to t take off his nerd hat. And when he was being a nerd, he felt like he had to take off his church hat. And that shouldn't have mm -hmm. to be the case. So um, more than anything, what, we, what we're trying to foster and build is, um, is a place where people – uh, from both from both sides of that Venn diagram, so people who are who are you know only church and not nerd, or who are only nerds and geeks and not, not church people, where they can come to the middle and find common ground and have discussion. Because we found, I'm sure, and this is I'm sure you guys too, when you watch you know Firefly or you watch anything that has great themes about 
sacrifice or courage, you as, as Christians, you immediately start talking about how, how, how those apply to you and your faith. And right. we're like, well, even people who don't necessarily share our faith also want to have these conversations. Ours are just informed by our beliefs in a different way than theirs are. So um, we're very much trying to be this, this table where both sides can meet and learn from each other. Yeah, so okay. that's what we are. And uh, in terms of uh, writers, I, uh, this is a ballpark. I'm, I, that's, that's not my, 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 my area of expertise, but I think we have about eight or so like staff, uh, regular writers, and then kind of a, a, a rotating cast of guest writers or, or those who can't commit to maybe every month who, who do it as often as they're able to. Okay. And um, when, I, when I do write, the areas that I tend to focus on, I, I'm, I'm more or less our, our comic book uh, guy. Um, we've had a few on in the last little while that, that, that have, that have been able to, to fill the gap a bit, but especially early on, uh, most of the articles that I've written have been, uh, let's see, I did, uh, I've done one on, on Iron Man and his emotional armor, uh, on, on team cap, team, team, uh, team Iron Man in Civil War. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Punisher and I wrote about him being, uh, basically a dark paladin, uh, and okay. that he, he sees himself as, you know, it, or basically the idea is the Punisher. If if the world he exists in doesn't have a god, what he's doing makes perfect sense. But in a world with a, a loving and and caring god, what he's doing is very very not good, basically. So right. I like I like taking uh, uh, stabs at at characters, and I've also done some Star Wars writing, some other science fiction stuff. But but comic books have tended to be where I've had the most writing done. Okay. It's time for my question. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know. I think I'll that. speak up now. I think I'll talk. Yeah. There was a really good Twitter question asked to us, I think, last podcast, and it was um, something along the lines of what was, when was there a time, or was, was there a time or something where you felt most moved or impacted by being part of Geeks Center Grace? Um, you know, something related to Geeks Center Grace where you're just like, man, I'm so glad we're doing this. Um, and world question, <laughs> I was going to ask the question for you, but instead of Geeks and Grace, Geekdom House. Right. If that makes sense. Uh, yeah. I actually, yeah. Uh, we had a really cool experience a little while ago. So uh, I'll try and tell this in in the, the least long form I can do because I, I, <laughs> I, I tend to go long on stories. But um, so uh, one of our recent uh, writers, a guy who's, who's, who's um, a newer writer for us named Dustin Schellenberg, he came from. Um, uh, Saskatchewan, so it's kind of the west of where I live, anyway. Okay. And um, when he moved here, he, uh, a friend of his, had heard about us online or through, through some networking that Kyle had done. But he'd heard of us, and he and he told Dustin, "Oh, you guys should check these guys out." So he did, and and he's uh, also a huge Bioware nut. So he became a writer and and is a, a pastor and a, a great writer of ours. But the, his friend who recommended to us uh, it was a guy named Jared, and Jared was coming through where we live. Uh, to do some church conference business. And Jared has a wife and two kids, and both his uh, two sons were uh, 9 and 11-ish, and both huge gamers, big uh, League of Legends, and big Pokemon gamers, just like real geeks. And uh, his mom and dad, not even, not a little bit. They don't know, they are not geeks at all. But they decided to make a road trip out of it, and they came to visit us, and they they asked if they could take uh, Kyle, Allison, and I out for dinner to meet their kids, because their kids... I listened to our podcast and had just totally locked into the vibe that we were putting out at Geekdom House. So we went for for dinner and met these kids. And, and at first, it's kind of this like, you know, 
I'm sure you guys can relate to this too. Obviously, you aren't doing this, you know, to to be famous or anything like that. But it is also really cool when a, when a piece of art or any content you create, um, it has Im- has impact on someone. So okay. at these two kids, and uh, you know, they started asking us, uh, okay, so if you were in the Airbender universe, which which element would you be? <laughs> and oh, then and then for the next it. three for the next three hours, it was just. Us and these two kids just go like nonstop, and I and I was sitting on the corner of the table near uh, the parents, near Jared and his wife. And every twenty minutes, they would look at each other and kind of sigh with this like, <laughs> "We we did it. We found people like them." <laughs> kind of feeling, you know. And That's and awesome. uh, it it was it was so fulfilling because uh, a the, the 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 kid I spent more time with he 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 reminded me so much of. Of my of, of me and and my cousin from where I'm from growing up and and how we were both big gamer nerds in, in an area that wasn't full of people like that, and yep. so even just the idea of like oh man like for this like if if I was a kid this age and I had someone who got this stuff and cared about it like I did to talk to, I know how excited I would have been and so you know we all three of us left that you know for three four hour supper meeting, just so fully charged up that like. Oh, okay, yeah. Like what we're doing is important and and has meaning and mm. and is is more than just us writing about ideas we have into the void of the internet. It it's having an impact. And even if it's just these two kids this year, that's what we did, and and that's a huge accomplishment. So that that was that was genuinely both very, uh, it was both very humbling and very exciting that you know the things I'm doing mean something. That was really totally. cool. Definitely, that's awesome. I can definitely relate cool. to that. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, we're gonna go one more around with the hosts. Uh, my next question is also very broad because that's all I can think of. Uh, what is your Christian testimony, but also what is your geek testimony? When did you realize that you were a geek, um, oh, or start getting the geeky stuff? Okay, well, the Christian testimony is like for 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 a lot of years, I I, I didn't I didn't I, I used to not like my testimony because I felt it was very boring, which is a okay. bad thing to say about your testimony, um, but. <laughs> Uh, in the last couple of years, uh, having having given it some more thought and spe- and 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 spent time with it a little more, my the 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 nearest analog I can draw to my testimony is the is the sibling of the prodigal son. So, yeah, the prodigal son. That's you know the one you hear at a lot of youth events, and 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 I, I had a youth pastor who was very much you know he had he had been a drug addict and he had done this and this and this and this and this, and then he came to found God and it was just a boom. He changed his life, and that's a very powerful and awesome testimony. But it was so unrelatable for me because that was not my life at all. I was always kind of a good kid. I never really had a quote unquote time in the desert. I was always you know I was raised in a in a pretty uh, great loving Christian home, and so. I was very blessed that way, but so, but then, uh, you know, as I as I grew into that, um, especially in my kind of high school ish years, uh, unknowingly, I was developing a lot of tendencies of the prodigal sibling of like, oh sure, like it's great that they have this testimony, but where's my party for never leaving? Like, and and this this kind of subtle this pride was really starting to fester inside of me. Um, and then I, in 2012, I had a great opportunity to go uh, with YWAM in London. Which happened to be during the Olympics, which was really cool, and spent a couple months uh, doing a d- discipleship training school in London, England, and that was uh, v- very transformative for me. That was a great time to get out of my er- the area where I had lived my whole life and examine myself and my faith from a totally different point of view, and experience you know do things that I had never done before, and and, and all that stuff that that's great for you know missionary school and what and whatnot. Um, 
and I came back really, really feeling like I had changed and seen, uh, seen my and 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 uh, to, to begin the process rather of moving away from being the prodigal sibling and being the father who's just proud and 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 happy to see that someone has returned, as opposed to hoping for a reward for never having strayed, so to speak. So, um, in a nutshell, that's that's my my testimony there. Um, my nerd testimony would be. The um, the 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 earliest thing I can remember, like really, like loving as it was was Star Wars. Like and I'm sure that's the answer a lot of people get because it's just so big. But right. like as as a kid, you know, I I I wanted to be a Jedi, and I knew they weren't real. But that didn't really matter. I still wanted to be like them. I will and find a way. Exactly. <laughs> and and especially you know I actually I, I wrote an article uh, a long time ago about this, but that. Uh, if you just watch the movies and 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 you watch Star Wars that way, the Jedi are are shown as the good guys. They're the good guys and and Sith are the bad guys, and that's it. But if you look at what actually is is in that universe, the Force is basically a a karmic balance. It's not a good force the way like God is in 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 our existence. And so the Jedi are are one. They are they serve the light side of the Force, and they they serve one. Uh, I guess facet one perspective of the force but i but even and even in that thing like i've always really identified with the archetype of the paladin in, in dungeons and dragons in all fantasy i i, I always play paladins because i i'm fascinated by them uh in in mass effect for instance samara is like my favorite character because she is in she's just a paladin who's also like a super strong biotic and she's so cool i love her but so the jedi are basically paladins for the force in that they forsake all other obligations and desires to serve the will of a of a force that they don't understand. And in simple terms, that's really what to me being a Christian was like. Is that you know I've, I'm dead to myself. I I've decided to to lay down the the life I could choose for myself and instead serve the will of a god. In this case, one who loves me and wants the best for me. So that's a bit of a bonus compared to a Jedi. But uh, the the whole concept of um, you know not not my will, but yours be done. And especially when I was doing missionary stuff, the whole I the you know I really learned the the lesson of that. Uh, as as Christians, we don't deserve anything. We 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 deserve you know the worst stuff, but God gives us great stuff. And so um, yeah, like and uh, honestly, in in both my nerd and 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 faith testimony, uh, the idea of it, of Jedi has played a strong role in in both for sure. And then of course. You know, Firefly and and the the idea that I'm alive when there's a new Star Wars movie in theaters, like a good one, and also they're doing like Civil War with a three hundred million dollar budget. Like, it's a pretty good time to be alive for me to be a nerd. So, cool. Yeah, I have a, a triple punch question for you. Right. Um, your favorite video game, your favorite board game, and your favorite movie. And it sounds like Star Wars is probably the latter. <laughs> Yeah, it's right. okay. Favorite video game? Um, is this this like this is one game, or is this like series or trilogy or? I'm the same. How... I have a favorite series and a favorite game, and they're two different things. Oh yeah. I'm I... I'm gonna pin you in the corner and say game individual okay. game. Okay. Okay. Well, and and I'll 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 caveat this with I'm really bad at picking favorites because I hate being definitive. Sure. But <laughs> if I if, if I had to pick a favorite video game right now on the spot, I had to say Mass Effect Two. Uh, oh, that's, a good, I, that's, I, a, that's an excellent choice. 
I think the uh, I I love I love the like assembling the team of experts motif, and I I love the writing, and I think that two, um, three improved a lot of things mechanically, but I think two is the most fun for me still. So there's yeah. that one. Um, I'm not a I'm not a huge board gamer. I will say that. Uh, uh, I have friends who are, um, but I. If I can say Dungeons and Dragons as a as a cheating answer, I'll say that because I, I recently started playing, but also recently started DMing, and that has been that has been uh, a a whole shift in worldview for me being being a DM because it's all the things I love about being a player, and the things I love about being a writer in one thing. And okay. uh, I, I I DM'd. We actually recorded uh, uh, some friends and I playing. I, I wrote a one shot campaign about a six hour campaign. That will be going up on our website in the next little while. Uh, that was a ton of fun, and I, I hope to. We're actually working with a, a church here in Win- Winnipeg, and um, we're hoping to set up a regular D and D game that uh, me and Kyle will kind of co DM with a youth group at a church working with. So that's going to be really really oh, fun. Cool. I hope. Yeah. Mm. And then awesome. movie. Uh, and for movie, uh, yeah, I mean it's it like I, I have to, it's a Star Wars movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's a hard one to pin down. Yeah, uh, I, I, I probably, I think, I think like most nerds seem to agree that Empire is the is the best of the old trilogy. But I, I, I probably would say New Hope is my favorite because it's the one I would have watched the most growing up, and the one that is the most okay. like t- tied to endorphins in my brain <laughs> that make make me feel good, you know. And and I yeah, can't watch yeah. it. I can't watch it now without making fun of it. I can't watch it earnestly because I've seen it so many times, but right. it's still fun to watch it with my friends and you know point out the blue milk and all these weird scenes and laugh at it <laughs> because it is just so entrenched in my heart. Yeah, so I'd, I'd say A New Hope is, is got to be the answer there. I mean, now you can watch episode seven and it's basically like watching the same movie. It's, it's like that's all, yeah, it's sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's basically a two point I'll give you that. But I I I will say this: I know a lot a lot of fans had problems. I loved episode seven. It has problems. It's not perfect, but I loved it so much. So it's on the did, record. But because I like a new hope. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it's probably part of it. <laughs> cool. That's probably part of it. One last one, Shelly? Sure. Uh, well, we're all probably excited for something happening this year, maybe 2017, geek-wise. You know, I'm really excited for Legends of Breath of the Wild um, and stuff like that. Just for example, what's something that you're excited for coming in the future? Well, I already mentioned earlier, like with Luke Cage, the whole Netflix yeah. universe is 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 awesome. Um, the next big Marvel movie is Doctor Strange, which I'm really interested in oh, because yeah. um, the, it looks like a very very different tone than they've they've had so far, and I I think it's perfect Weird. casting. Uh, I'm really excited mm-hmm. to that one, um, and the uh, and and of course Rogue One as well in in the Star Wars vein because uh, I love the idea of the Star Wars story. This this kind of um, separate. Uh, not part of a canon or not part of a series movie that just hears this adventure as a whole. Uh, and it, based on what we've seen so far, I know hype is, is a dangerous thing, and I, you know, I, I had that all in mind, but I really, after seeing how Disney has handled the Marvel universe and how much respect they've given the creators, I really trust Disney to handle Star Wars as well. And so from what I've seen of Rogue One and, and, and read about it, uh, the idea of like a spy war movie in the Star Wars universe makes me very, very excited. And all I can do is hope, and it's not going to happen. I know that, but I really want them to do a Jedi Civil War, like pre Knights of the Old Republic, pre Old Republic 
Jedi Sith Civil War story just because the idea of seeing yeah. a field of lightsaber wielding force users in <laughs> yeah. combat is wow. come on that's like cool. that's beautiful so, that's what we all want give exactly. it to us Disney. so all, all of that and then of course anything else like thor 2 and uh, uh captain marvel brie larson is perfect casting for that role she's gonna be great uh, the Infinity mm-hmm. War stuff, Guardians Two, anything Marvel, I am, I am very, 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 very primed for. And Mass Effect, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda for games would be my answer right. there. So, yeah. yeah, cool, yeah. And then one final question for me, Jason: Where can people find you at? Uh, what's new? What's going on in the world of Geekdom House? People should be looking forward to uh, all that good stuff. Sure. Okay. So, for uh, first thing, uh, 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 Twitter is where I'm most active. Probably, I am at that Vorpal Edge on Twitter. Uh, I'm on there pretty often. I mostly tweet in like Brooklyn Nine Nine and Thirty Rock gifs, and tweet about Marvel Cinematic Universe happening. Okay. That's, that's that's most of what my, my content is. Uh, you can find uh, the podcast is on iTunes. It's on Spotify. So it's it's everywhere. It's Infinity Plus One or on GeekdomHouse.com. Uh, the poster there every Tuesday it comes out. Uh, what else? Uh, we're doing some stuff, like I said. Uh, if if you're listening to this and you're in the Winnipeg or Manitoba area, uh, we are. We actually just found out this week we are one of the five official sponsored charities of the Comic Con in Winnipeg. So, uh, which is pretty hey. cool. We're, we're like officially part of the event, so we're going to be there. We have our geek choir, the Wandering Minstrels, who are practicing for for weeks now. We learn a bunch of theme songs and geek songs, and we walk around the con singing them, and it's it's the <laughs> most awesome. fun. Yeah, and actually, what's really cool, too, this is all Kyle's brainchild, but um, we'll learn songs based on the celebrities who were there and sing them. Like, last year, we sang the Pokemon theme song for uh, the woman who did was, was Ash's voice, which was so much fun, and they, they love it, and we love it, and it, it's a blast. Um, did she do all, the voice on the podcast that was, like... She, uh, the, the intro, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely thought that you guys, I just put that together i thought you guys just had so it sounded a lot oh, like ash and no so here's actually a fun fact so i mentioned before i'm a, a, a big voice actor like fan uh as uh-huh. a as a surprise to me last uh, christmas allison and kyle my co-hosts had contacted like 30 voice actors and, and asked them to record uh intros for the podcast and uh a bunch of got back so we have we, we have ronka taylor who we, we met in person um, we have the guy who was the Riddler in all the Arkham games. Wally Wingert did one for us. Yeah. Um, Salem from uh, Sailor Moon. Oh, uh, but, so cool. But the coolest one by far, uh, because I'm also a Star Wars fan, uh, James Arnold Taylor, who's Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, and has been since the, the end of Episode 3, recorded two different podcasts, intros for us as Obi-Wan. Um, okay, which, that's pretty cool. That is yeah. Really cool. And and it's all thanks to Allison Kyle, and they actually re- they actually recorded the audio of me reacting to them telling me about it, <laughs> because as as you can maybe you can tell I, I talk a lot and and quite fast, and so it's one a few times I've been caught speechless on tape, so to speak. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's super cool. Uh, actually, and it's actually going to be uh, in a week from when we're recording this, at least it'll be our one year anniversary that will be uh, have been a podcast. So. Uh, we're, we're doing some fun stuff for that, and uh, hopefully going on to uh, some 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 more good years. That's all I can think of at the moment uh, yeah. for Geekdom House stuff. Ooh. But yeah, all right, man. Thank you so much for coming on, joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate you guys having me on. Really, totally. yeah, we're gonna sign him off then, and uh, we'll get into our little bit of our news. All right, see you guys. Thanks again. Bye. Before we get into any news, 
There is a Twitter question, right. and I'm actually qualified to answer it. I'm probably maybe one of the more qualified people to answer it. So Maggie asks, any tips for anyone new to D&D? I want to join my school's D&D group, but I'm totally inexperienced. I say, don't let inexperience uh, scare you. Um, I mean, I was pretty lucky when I joined D&D group, uh, my D&D group, all of us were beginners, and my DM was super super chill, like, helping us create our characters um, and stuff like that. So I would talk to uh, the people in your group and see what they're doing. Um, as for creating characters, it's definitely easiest to play a character. If you're going to, like, roleplay, it's definitely easy to ro- roleplay a character that you already relate to. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what type of person you are, but... Um, because it can be really hard if you're playing like a chaotic, evil something or other where we usually try to lean on the good side. It's just going to conflict and it's not going to be fun for anyone. So um, it could be easy to do that. Um, or even just uh, like avoiding some of the more complicated classes. Like Bard is kind of like, you know, you kind of know what you're doing for that. That's why I'm a little scared to try Bard because I don't know how to do Bard. But um, Rogue's pretty simple. Any sort of fighting paladin's probably fairly simple. So Always go with a warrior or a cleric. Yeah, that too. Um, and I'm sure your DMs probably, unless they're like just really mean and do, they don't want to talk to you, uh, you can ask any sort of question to your DM. And hopefully one of you guys have has a like the book with you. The book. I just say that as if everyone knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> like the player's handbook or the... There's like a couple like official D&D books. Unless you're doing your entirely different thing. At least the D&D group I have is generally based off of the official stuff. But yeah. I say don't don't let an experience scare you. Um, hopefully your friends and people in the group are going to be nice enough to like kind of show you the ropes. But you once you get into it... It's really easy to pick up. The first couple times, you're like, I have no idea what's happening. The next couple times, you're like, okay, this is fun. I'm getting into it. So, yeah, that's my advice. Cool. I I don't play D&D, so I don't know. I want to, so I should take Shelly's advice, probably. Yeah. i buy some really cool dice. That I have cool dice. That's the problem. I have cool dice, and I don't play it. <laughs> you don't play it. Well, <laughs> there you go. It's, it's a problem. Now you have uh, yeah. I guess we should just go into movie news then. Yeah. I'm already talking. It's already the Shelly show. So let's just go right into Shelly news. I said it's Shelly news. news. Shelly news. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's supposed to be. Oh. Shelly. Bat, bat, bat. I can't talk. <laughs> Batman. Um, that movie is out 18 months, right? With Ben yeah, Affleck, months, the Batfleck yeah. movie should be solo movie should be released. That's I the one they're they're not doing. They don't mention the Joker in that one, right? They mentioned uh, who were they mentioned? I'm trying to remember. Deathstroke. Will Smith's character, yeah, Deathstroke. Deathstroke, yeah, Deathstroke. which is yeah. weird. Will Smith is Deadshot. Deathstroke is a different character that they have shown. Oh, that's right. Deathstroke. That's right. Yeah. So I'm on top of this. I would hope that Deadshot's in it. It's supposed to take place in Arkham, which I get. It's Why a Batman would... movie. Of course it's supposed to be in Arkham. What? There have been no other movies in Arkham. That's like saying Waterworld is on the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so yeah, I, I'm excited. I didn't know it was going to be 18 months out. That's really that's a lot sooner than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of debate on how much the Joker is going to be a part of it because Jared Leto is not super stoked at how little time he got in the Suicide Squad movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope I mean, that he returns. Yeah, I heard a lot of people who liked him in Suicide Squad. I would hope he could get more screen time. Baby, yeah. come back. You can blame it all on me. me. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. So if you want to see more Batflick, you got 18 months and you're going to see him again. Batflick. And his black armor. Looking cool, being Batman, doing Batman stuff. Moving on um, to, uh, there's not really any more news, but there's stuff coming out in theaters this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, such as Miss Peregrines. I don't know how you pronounce that entirely. It's Home for Falcon. Peculiar Children. Peculiar. Yeah. Peculiar. Pe- I don't know what you said. It is like peculiar. 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 If you say it fast enough, it doesn't sound like a word. Anyways. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. That looks good. Uh, but I haven't heard a lot about it, which scares me. I only... I haven't heard much about the movie. I've seen like some trailers. I knew it was a popular book. And I knew it, it by the book. It looks like I never X-Men the without the superhero aspect. Yeah, see, that's what I always kind of thought of it was, too. Okay. It sounds a lot like X-Men without, you know, superheroes. Um, totally. So, I don't really know much about it, but as you just heard, there's, like... I know there's kids, and they have special powers. Really weird powers. Less, like, oh, I could be a superhero with this power. More like, oh, I can float, but it's hard for me to hit the ground type of power. Um... They're peculiar children, so if you read the book, uh, you should watch it to tell me how it is, because I like hearing about book-to-movie adaptations, and if you haven't read the book, you can go see it anyway. Is it Harry Potter, or is it Aragon? That's the scale of 1 to (laughs) 10. Wait, wait, are you talking about the movie or the book series? The movies. Okay. The the book-to-movie adaptations, because Harry Potter was a good book-to-movie adaptation. Aragon... Not. was atrocious. Yeah. Aragon's one of my favorite book series of all time, and that movie's hot garbage! Oh, so hot bad. Garbage. I was so sad because I was like, I was in middle school, I was reading Aragon, and I was so excited they were making a movie, and they just in took middle school? all of my oh, hopes so for <laughs> <laughs> I read my oh. first Aragon book in seventh grade. <laughs> that was my senior year of college. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how, I, how old I was. I was probably still. No, wait. That would have been. It would have been on video. So it would have been my junior year of college. That's still. Yeah. Yeah, that movie ruined my hopes and dreams. I didn't want to watch another movie, the book to movie adaptation ever again. It's so depressing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, hopefully that this is not that. <laughs> also, yeah. Deepwater Horizon. That's also Zero Dawn. PG thirteen. What? Zero Dawn. Deepwater no. Horizon. <laughs> no, Deep Our Horizon is Zero Dawn. Not Zero Dawn. Okay. It's the. It has. Shoot, what's that actor going to be in it? <laughs> Peter Berg. No, that's director. Mark Wahlberg. That's what I meant. Oh, okay. Thank you, IMDb. Is this yeah, the he's oil in it. movie? Yeah, it's the one that. Uh, oh, this actually really good. The worst oil spill in U.S. history. That's what it's about. Yeah. Metascore is giving it a 62 out of 100, just with 14 reviews. It's not a lot of reviews, but, you know, that gives you a general idea of what people are thinking. 
So that's not bad. That's not I terrible. Anymore. I like Batman vs <laughs> Superman. Well. <laughs> yeah. I trust so Geeks in a great reviews. Well, there you go. <laughs> ha. Uh, but um, that movie looks like it's going to be pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was an intense time. Intense things happened. Uh, but that's those are the main ones coming out of the theaters for Blu-ray. We got Warcraft. Which so is better than people said it was. Yeah, if you missed it in the theaters and you've listened to Cody and you're like, maybe I should watch it, you can watch it on Blu-ray now. Yeah. Um, and Central Intelligence, that's the one with uh, Kevin Hart and The Rock. The Rock. I, I, I still want to see that movie, even if it looks It looks really stupid. funny. It looks funny and stupid, and I, I want to see it. Feel like I would enjoy it. They're in Jumanji together, too. Oh, yeah. I didn't Wait, Kevin Hart's going to be in Jumanji? I think so. What? That's I think he great. was... The short guy in the uh, in the picture. Oh man! Um, I they, the they have a movie, new but... release picture. Yeah. All right. And, and Karen Gillan from Doctor Who. Ooh, I don't yeah. watch Doctor Who, but ooh. I, I don't remember. I want to say the other one's Jack Black, but I don't know if that's true or not. Ah, uh, I don't know. We'll see. That's it for Blu-ray. Well, that's not it, but those are the more important those ones. The ones that matter. The ones that matter. So we'll go into TV, Cody. Yeah, I almost completely forgot to mention this, so I'm really glad that Joe brought it up earlier. Uh, There are rumors that the Punisher from the Daredevil series and Ghost Rider from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. may be in uh, Ghost in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, together, fighting. Probably not getting along too well. Okay. Because you don't think about it in a way of, like, the Punisher thinks that anyone who is hurting anyone needs to be hurt. And then Ghost Rider thinks the same thing, and so you kind of see these two clashing because they're both hurting people. Like, the Ghost Rider is not going to look at the Punisher and be like, you're an innocent guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm super stoked about it, but um, I would much prefer to see it in, like, like, I would love to see it in a Punisher Netflix show, and you have the Ghost Rider visit him there, um, just because you can be grittier on Netflix. Uh, but we'll see. The way that that came out came about was because um, they invited a bunch of people for the premiere of Agents of Shield up onto the stage. One of them was the guy who he created a Ghost Rider, not the one from Agents of Shield. Um, but when they introduced him, they introduced him as uh, the guy who created the Punisher. And uh, when they said that, after they said all that, they said this will all make sense later on in the season. Why we brought these people on board? So. Uh, there, there's hoping. I have a feeling that maybe he's going to be more of a writer. Um, that seems like the realistic expectation is that he's going to write like a um, one of the episodes or something. But I really, really hope we get to see those two interact because the ghost writer that we have right now is on par with the Netflix shows. Uh, he is solid. The CGI was amazing. Um, I don't like the Punisher has eyebrows. Like, they're not furry eyebrows, but his eyes move, which makes no sense for a skull. Uh, but uh, the CGI, like, if you look at that and you look at Nick Cage's CGI for his Punisher, um, <laughs> it's, if not better, uh, definitely the same quality, if not better. That's good. Yeah. Good news. You guys got to watch the show. It's gotten so good. Um, also, in the news, uh, the new trailer for Supergirl 
Um, gives you kind of a better look at Superman. You get to see him interacting. It's not just like cool shots of him flying away, which was the uh, first trailer they gave. But uh, that show should also be coming out pretty soon. I think uh, mid-October we're looking at. Um, and then you'll get to see Superman in the Supergirl show in full action. But that's that's all the big things in news. Um, we should also talk about the releases uh, coming out. The only ones that I saw that were noticeable notable were Impastor, which I think I talked about last uh, last year when we were doing the podcast. I've been watching Impastor, and um, this is a show that's very interesting because it is this guy who is a con artist, and uh, their pastor dies. He was going to kill himself. It was very dark. Um, he was going to kill himself, and then he accidentally falls off a bridge. And uh, right before he falls off the bridge, he says, uh, God will open doors for you to this con artist. And, uh, or no, that's what happens. Yeah, the uh, pastor, or the uh, the con artist was going to fall off the bridge and commit suicide. And the pastor comes to go save him, and he accidentally falls off. Anyways, um, so the con artist takes his place and goes to this church and is a pastor. And it's a comedy it's very weird, um, and although they stay true to who the character is, because he is still a con artist, so far it's been relatively respectful. Um, there's, there's relatively respectful. Uh, take that with a grain of salt. Um, I'm going to be watching this season, just kind of see it. Uh, I didn't end up watching Preacher because it got so out of hand for me as far as like being biblical. Um, this one, it's just, it's a good comedy so far. Uh, it hasn't been overly disrespectful to church. So that premieres Wednesday. That sounds like a pun I said yesterday. An impasta? Like, impasta. Yeah. No, yeah. The Imposta. whole, like, what do you call a fake Italian chef? An, an impasta! Yeah. It's it's an interesting idea. Um, he definitely gets into some very non-Christian um, activities because he is not a Christian but I'm really, I think there's a redemptive story there. And if they tell it, I'll be very excited. Uh, but if it is a redemptive story, it's going to take many seasons to do so. So I'm curious in which way they go with it. Also, on Friday, we were talking about this earlier. Everyone's excited about this. Uh, you've probably seen Daredevil on Netflix. You've probably seen Jessica Jones. Um, and if you have seen both, you've probably heard of Luke Cage. Comes out Friday on Netflix. Woot, woot. And probably at 12 a.m. Like, that's what they usually do. Um, so, yeah. I'm I'm so stoked. Hip-hop western. Sold. Anyways. Uh, that is it for TV news. We'll get up. We'll get on to some gaming. All right. So, let's get into the news for gaming first. Uh, the weirdest news that I've seen in a while. I'm not sure what kind of doors this is going to open. Um, the Philadelphia 76ers, the NBA team, has purchased an esports team. And it's okay. one that's been around for a long time, Team Dignitas. Uh, huh. they start, they, they've been around a long time, started as a League of Legends team, I think. Um, I have no idea what what the plans are with Dignitas moving forward. Um, but we'll, we'll link that story in the show notes. That's really a, a unique thing a professional sports team has bought a professional esports team i think that really gives credit to esports um which is something that esports needs i mean like wh what happens now like okay guys you were really good at league of legends but guess what now you got to play nba live 
Mm. Exclusively. I hope that doesn't happen. There's I think no that way. it just gives them credit I... of like, we're calling you a sport too. We want to own this sports team. I hope so. Um, so, you know, I, I know that Cody's been a big fan looking forward to ukulele. Yeah. Have you seen this video, Cody? Mm-hmm. Okay. So they released a YouTube video of a bunch of the, the cast that are going to be in ukulele mm-hmm. with a special guest, our shovel-wielding Shovel Knight. Yes. Shovel Knight's one of my favorite heroes. Like, that game is incredible. The soundtrack is mm-hmm. possibly the best game soundtrack ever released. And it's so good. I want to go listen to that now. <laughs> I'm super, super stoked. Did you watch the video, right, Joe? Yes. I also love that Laylee now in two different commercials has broken the fifth wall, fourth wall. Okay, yeah. Um, they're gonna, like, it's going to be very NPC. rich in humor. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. This is finally yeah. an NPC we could work with. Yeah, it looks good. It, it, it looks very promising. Um, and then news that I'm excited for, I don't know if you guys have played any of the other Bit Trip games, the Bit Trip Runner games. Mm-hmm. I've heard of them. I reviewed this second one uh, on a different site, but I, I played through Bit Trip Runner 2. It mm-hmm. is awesome. So it's, you know, how the runner games work. Like, you know, if you play iOS games and you got a runner, run. it just run, 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 run. Mario run. Super Mario run. run. So the way Bit Trip does it is it, it's a runner game, but all of the movements. Um, in the game correspond to sounds, but they also correspond to platformer movements. So you might have like a certain, you know, like a drum kick that is a, a jump or a cymbal hi-hat that's that's a slide. And so like you end up we like using rhythm to weave your way through these platformer levels. Okay. It's really cool. Um, I, I really, really liked the second one. Third one uh, has been announced to possibly come out 2017 and i'm excited about that because man um bit trip run is cool that sounds cool um that's kind of it for the news for the week let's go ahead and get into the pull list uh, i am pulling these from releases.com for video games so coming out this week we've got xcom 2 finally making their way to the to the consoles on playstation 4 and xbox one that was a pc exclusive before um, okay. but I really liked the last round of X, like the, the first set of XCOM games on the Xbox 360. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'll pick that one up or not, but I am excited about it. Um, ATV Renegades coming out this week it says, prepare yourselves for extreme air and jaw dropping showmanship. I'm not an ATV racer guy. <laughs> So that's not up my alley. Uh, Hitman episode five is coming out this week, uh, and this episode is in Colorado. It's called Freedom Fighters. Oh. So those who don't know, I'm in Colorado right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Darkest Dungeon is finally making its way to the PS4 and the Vita this week. Darkest Dungeon is really cool. If you haven't checked it out, it's a super difficult game. It's designed to be that way. Um... But it's got a lot of it's got a lot of attitude and flair, and it will beat the brakes off of you. But okay. you know, I think that makes it more engaging because you're having to constantly replace your members. Like you may have a member that goes into a dungeon and just literally gets scared and will not 
will not do anything. Like you have to manage both their health and their psychological states. Okay. Huh. Um, and, and so, you know, you can do things like take them to a certain building in town to try to restore one of those things, but you might not be able to take them out for the next, uh, for the next mission. You might have to leave them in town and pick up another member that can fill that role. It's pretty cool. It's, it's fun. Um, King's quest chapter four, snow place like home comes out this week. (laughs) I think the biggest release of the week, Forza horizon three is out this week. LJ's review of that is up on the site. He really, really liked it. If you like racing games, it sounds like this is a must go. Uh, and this isn't just Xbox one anymore. It's now PC as well. Hey, beautiful. So I think Jamie, uh, our stream team member, Jamie, is uh, playing through that on PC and loving it. He, he's cool. He's enjoying. It. Oh, crossplay too! I didn't realize that. Thanks, LJ. So there you go. If you got a PC, you can play with the Xbox One crowd. There you go. Nice. Um, then again, the rest of the world might disagree. Uh, FIFA 17 comes out this week. That's <laughs> probably what the rest of the world's excited for. <laughs> FIFA has gotten huge. FIFA is probably the biggest worldwide sports franchise that there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, River City Tokyo Rumble comes out on the Nintendo 3DS this week. It's 2D beat 'em up uh, on 3DS, and Cluster Truck comes to the PC. This yeah. game was at it was at PAX. <laughs> I remember seeing a banner for it when we were at PAX. Uh, Chaotix physics based truck former. Not a platformer, okay. it's a truck former. Um, <laughs> also coming out this week, we have... Okay, Yokai Watch. Y'all remember me talking about that on the 3DS? Right. The sequel is coming out this Friday, um, oh. and they're actually doing it like the Pokemon games do, where they're releasing two that are going to complement one another. Um, oh. Fleshy Souls and Bony Spirits. <laughs> Bony spirits. <laughs> and then, um, all right. I think there's some other. Yeah, let, let me head over to the PlayStation. The drop uh, for for a little bit of cleanup here. Um, Lichtspear is coming out this week on PS4. It's an action arcade light spear throwing simulator. Okay. Uh, a light spear throwing simulator. Based in an ancient Germanic future. An ancient <laughs> Germanic future. Yeah, okay. Okay. Mountain Blade Warband comes to the PS4 this week. Mountain Blade has been a big franchise, kind of a big indie hit franchise on the PC. Been around for years. Um, but now you can ride horseback and slaughter your foes on the PS4 as well. Uh, and then Wand Wars comes out this week. It almost sounds and looks a little bit like Quidditch. Uh, Wand Wars is a fast-paced, magical sports game. Players ride brooms over ancient arenas, cast arcane spells, and turn opponents into adorable chickens. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Oh, I'm I'm less old now I'm looking at it, but that still sounds really exciting. Yeah. And then finally, Zeros comes out from the PS4. Um... It's, it's kind of a kid-oriented beat-em-up game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been out on Xbox One for a long time. In fact, it was a free game on Xbox One a few months ago. 
but you might look at it if you're looking for a, a little bit of a kid-friendly beat-em-up. So that is it for the releases for the week. Awesome. Bam! Bam! Well, I think that'll probably be where we end the show. Is there anything else going on? Oh! Five Champions of Canaan comes out this week as well. Um, yeah. For those of you that don't know, we covered Five Guardians of David. Uh, we streamed it quite a bit. We got a review of it. It is a biblical-based game, and they used, at least in Guardians, um, they used Bible verses to back up almost everything they did. Uh, yeah, we gave away several codes during the pledge drive that we did as well. They are, they are Kingdom Games have been big supporters of Geeks Under Grace. Mm-hmm. And we want to repay it in kind. We have a review code that we're working through right now. Um, and so maybe check that out. It's it's kind of a Diablo-style clicker. Yeah. Where you kind of gear up and click top-down. Um, you really enjoyed it, right? I really did, yeah. it's It had bugs. It had issues. But mm-hmm. overall, I thought it was a pretty positive experience. And, and it wasn't too expensive. So, Cool. Yeah, Champions awesome. of Canaan, I will be looking into all right. Well, we're going to end it there. Uh, I want to give another thank you to Jason Duick for coming on. Um, he is our first. We've had guests that have been like in part of Geeks Under Grace um, that have been on staff. He is our very first actual outside of Geeks Under Grace guest. Uh, so I really appreciate having him on. Uh, so if he listens to this all the way through, just wanted to thank him one last time. Uh, Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games and on Twitch if I ever decide to kick it back on at Righteous Fury Gaming. Awesome. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24 and you can find me on Twitch at ShellShock24. Yeah. And you can find me anywhere that you type in Cody Armor uh, and you can find Geeks Under Grace anywhere you can type in Geeks Under Grace. Yeah. Not something I was putting in here. But uh, yeah, we have a Twitter and a Facebook and everything. So, do it. Uh, Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless.